2: Miami, 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 it feel like
3: Miami. Welcome, welcome,
2: welcome to my favorite edition of the Miami Heat Beat Postgame Show after a heat win. Heat win. We're supposed to have one more time tonight. <laughs> Alf had some family things to attend to. And uh, you know, I skipped Moose's birthday party to do this, you know, because I bring the news to the people right so i'm sorry moose's birthday party i could not be there i'm here for you guys and for our sponsor miami gaming parties so shout out to miami gaming parties for sponsoring our, our post game shows we love them check them out uh we have more to tell you about them later uh with me today could producer and co-founder brian Goins.
1: what's up everybody that, that was my limited take of brass right there
2: uh up, kind of dollar ass hangover
1: time is this Listen, this is what you get. man, we're, we're, we're covering the heat, and we're potentially, hopefully, going to go back and do a playback with myself and who else, whoever else wants to join from this uh, channel or, or live stream. We're going to go back and watch the second half of the Hurricanes pull out the upset against UConn. they down 12 points at halftime. It's okay. We'll be back in this. I think they're hour. on a comeback. I tweeted they were on a comeback because Brian Brian said that they were on a comeback. But
2: I'm here to bring you guys. Miami, listen, Miami won by a lot of points. Miami, Miami scored a lot of points today, Brian. He put up 129 points on the Dallas Mavericks. Not that Dallas is some defensive juggernaut, but after these shit performances, and I'm just gonna say it, shit performances that the Heat have put up. Yep. The fact that they came out, Jimmy had 35 motherfucking big ones. The 12 assists was huge. We're gonna get into that later. Cody Zeller, my man, Cody Zeller. Tiffany Meeks, boy, Cody Zeller put up the fat 20 and eight. Tyler Hero with 15 and six. Uh, you got a great game from Kevin Love today. 18 points. Uh, you know,
3: yeah, I don't yeah. know where that
2: came from, but we take that. And off the bench. Know, off the bench, Kyle had a had a really nice game too. I, I thought plus especially 14. in the first half, six, four, and and seven. Um Go for five you know, from
1: three, but he was still a plus fourteen. That, the seven assists is really what it was. That's what helped.
2: That's when he's at his best. And I I, I want to start with my boy, because you know I love him, but we gotta start with Jimmy, man. Jimmy's thirty-five and twelve. Absolutely sensational. Really, what we got today, you know, let's give let's give credit to Luka Doncic, who put up, I mean, a fucking monster stat line of 42, 10, and 8. Um, but listen, Miami got three turnovers out of him. He had four fouls. Jimmy, as Fezbutter says in the chat, 12 assists with zero turnovers. And it's why, as bad as this dog shit team is sometimes. They have a chance every single night because Jimmy Butler is that, is that guy. like yep. He's that good that you have a chance every night. The, the fact that he just walks in here on a night where there's no BAM at home against the Mavs on the day that Dwayne Wade was confirmed <laughs> into the Hall of Fame unanimously, by the way, unanimously, fuck you, Mark Cuban. That's for you, motherfucker. Eat shit. Wayne Wade's in the Hall of Fame and that he beat the Mavs. What more (laughs) can you want? But Brian, yeah,
1: you know Dirk Nowitzki's in the Hall of Fame too, right? That's
2: good. Good for Dirk. I don't give a (laughs) shit about him. Brian, Jimmy's fucking incredible.
1: Yeah, I think uh, he's been putting up a lot of these performances since the All Star break, and it's just giving you confidence as a Heath fan that maybe going to playoffs that we could potentially pull off an upset in the first round. Now, obviously, like defensively, there's. They're still teetering on that end of the floor. You're giving them 122 points. Doesn't help that Bam's not out there, you know, to help anchor that side of the floor. But offensively, they are playing slightly better. They're not obviously, like, elite yet. But I think in the playoffs, this is what you kind of expect. You need Jimmy to go nuclear. You need a couple of the role guys to kind of just give what you can get from them. And... Just let the fucking matchup play out the way you hope to and, and hope that you can pull off like at least two or three wins, make it like a six or seven game series. That's what I expect. I'll see make it through the plan, which right now they're they're expected to be in the plan. Um which I think is like in a week from now. If they if they are in the plan, it's like what five, six days from now that they'll have to play that matchup. So yeah. I don't know, man. I, I honestly I love Jimmy's game. I, I want him to obviously win a title for Miami. They they need to if they're if this is the first win they need to like pull off a three or four win streak. They need to and win get out. in and they need to basically just get themselves into that mode where they're they're set going in the in the playoffs with um with some confidence because they don't they haven't had that since uh, I don't know <laughs> since I, I'm,
2: I I'm gonna be I'm gonna be totally honest and and I like what uh, three or five Nando says. He says Kyrie and Luca have no chemistry. We'll get it. Well, I promise we will get oh, yeah. it. Make, we will make fun of the Mavs in a second because trust me I'm not. Missing that opportunity. Um, you know, Brooklyn did not play tonight. So, you know, can't really make up ground with them yeah. on then, but you're about a game and a half back. They have the tiebreaker. So really you need to get two games above them. Uh, yeah. You're going to need some help out of Brooklyn. If you're Miami, I think realistically you need to win out to be able to catch them for that succeed and get out of the, um, get out of the play in. I don't know what BAM's health's going to look like going forward. And we're going to talk about how they missed him tonight, but yeah. uh, the Nets remaining schedule is against Utah jazz, Then Timberwolves, Pistons, uh, Magic, and 76ers uh, in the Timberwolves-Pistons game is a back-to-back. So kind of an easy schedule for Brooklyn outside of that Philly game, which is the last game of the season, which Philly might have nothing to play for. So not looking good, although the Magic might, you know, save Miami after they've just been beating everybody that's in that middle part of the standings, but... You know, man, when Jimmy plays like this, I think you just want them to kind of build on this momentum and, like, at least make their good players look good. Bam, you know, Spoel said pregame, Bam could not move, which probably explains a lot of their shit defense with him. I'm sure that he's been playing through some stuff, um, Brian. Yeah. So I- I'm kind of glad that he got the rest tonight, and I'm glad that they have, like, a real center. Uh, we-, we don't talk about this enough. Cody Zeller stepping in at that starting spot and being so good, and Kevin Love playing those back of five minutes. They haven't had that all season.
1: Yeah, honestly, Cody hasn't um, played that many minutes because obviously he was hurt, came back from that facial injury that he suffered or nose injury, whatever it was. And now he's um, finally getting some minutes. Um interesting that yurt didn't get any minutes today i thought he actually i don't had think it's pitch. interesting at
2: all i think it makes total sense to yeah
1: understand. i thought he th- this would have been a game that i thought maybe they would have gave him a little bit more run because obviously bam wasn't gonna play he's not no be they, play they played court. heavy they played heavy zeller millets and they they gave kevin love about 20 minutes off the bench and that basically was your front court top of kale marvin with his 33 minutes but yeah cody gave you a solid 30 minutes um don't expect him to do that again that probably is the one Cody Zeller game we will get all season but this was a night that uh it really did matter for Miami to pull off this victory cuz uh you know the only one by seven points so his 20 definitely helped to contribute that factor and i saw that he took a three i didn't watch that live was at the, it, did was at it the look end. like was it close no no okay
2: it was a, I mean bro they got <laughs> 38 points out of their center tonight between love and uh that is-
1: Fucking insane.
2: Yeah, but, you know, they got 38 points out of their centers and not one of them was bam. <laughs> uh depot did not play. That's a good that's a good point by J. Jock. Depot or your didn't play. Duncan no. got two minutes.
1: Yeah, they went short on their bench tonight. Which is funny. <laughs> on, a,
2: on a night they were shorthanded. Um pfft. Polter Colson chat says "You're wondering why Spo didn't run him and Zeller tonight. That was the funniest quote when when you know you're thinking we're gonna be the Twin Towers. He's thinking this is Andrew Bynum and Pau Gasol. Yes, and uh Spo had other plans. Obviously, he was hurt all year, but I-, I think that was funny. Let's talk about let's talk about Bam's absence tonight because you know Luca Luca dropped 40 uh and was fucking spectacular, did whatever he wanted. And I remember at one point Max Truce was guarding him, and I was like, Yeah, I think this is like our best option on the floor right now. Uh, which is kind of sad and also funny. And I think when you lose Bam, you miss that opportunity because, Brian, I think when Bam's in the game, switching on to a guy like him is really important. You get that switchability. You get that size on Luca. You're able to kind of help on the back line with Jimmy. You don't have to mm-hmm. have Jimmy so close to the ball. Or or vice versa. If you have Caleb on or Caleb or Max on him, you have Bam coming to help. There's really no threatening defensive player. Um, just, not, just not totally there. Uh, without BAM defensively against a guy like Luka.
1: I mean, Luka gets what Luka wants pretty much. Obviously, outside of you know wins lately, but <laughs> <laughs> he gets his points and I, I, he's obviously an MVP candidate for a specific reason. He's a, a really efficient scorer. He helps facilitate the offense. Obviously, he's got an insane usage rate, so part of the reason why he gets so many points is because he just has the ball in his hands you know, half the fucking game, but uh, like Lucas is, is phenomenal. I think um this mass team still isn't playing to their potential, especially since they made that move for Kyrie. I know we're gonna probably get into that maybe right now that like they just don't look like they're She's, going together. No man. defensively, they're ass. <laughs> Kyrie uh, they, has like
2: no effort. Like it's no. like negative effort. Which I think part of it's
1: been this this like losing streak they've been going on. it's just it feels like he gave up because the rest of the team isn't trying. So, Kyrie's like a player that basically he'll give you a little bit maybe on defense, but it can't just be him. Like, I feel like everything's on the point of attack for them, and he ain't gonna be the player that's gonna step up on that end of the floor if nobody else in the back line is either.
2: Losing Dorian Finney Smith was huge. It really, you can kind of feel that. And, you know, yeah. and, I'm, and I wanna say something about Jimmy tonight, by the way, kind of rotating back to Jimmy, because I, I just thought about this. The fact that if you remember last year when the Mavs came into town, uh, Maxi Kleba was on Jimmy Butler at the end of a game, and Jimmy couldn't do shit. Yeah. Tonight, that was not the case. Jimmy got to his spots, hit the jump shots, was just everywhere he needed to be at the exact time, and the size, nothing, nothing bothered him. We got an and one at some point against on a jump shot against Maxi Kleba. I don't know, man. Just a fucking masterclass by Jimmy tonight. Um, and, and the size didn't matter, and you, Mavs soft defensively. Jimmy didn't have to go to those kind of easy matchups. He was the Mavs were putting whatever they wanted on him, and Jimmy was kind of doing it.
1: And Jimmy got to the free throw line 11 times.
2: That's the recipe. And for he them. made
1: ten, made ten of them. Like that's yeah, there's a recipe for them. Jimmy's like, Miami to went to the free throw line 29 times. They out, they out free throwed the Mavs 29 to 16. They made 26 of their free throws. Mavs made 14. They basically outscored them 12 points at the line. That was. The recipe for success for them. Yeah. So, Miami.
2: Yeah. Also, I believe I rebounded Dallas. Yeah, they out
1: rebounded them too. Well, no, they out rebounded them on the offensive end. Defensive they, they rebounded
2: they rebound they out rebounded them by five. Yeah
1: total. well they did that no I see 26 to to 30. We had 26 rebounds. Well no that's not true. I'm 36 not Miami had 36. I'm, <laughs> I'm not counting total 31. rebounds I was counting defensive rebounds. Yeah 36 yeah, to 31. 31 and yeah and, then 10, and 10 rebounds were on the offensive end Dallas that's only had huge. one.
2: And a lot of those were the guards it was Kyle got a few yeah. Um, I know Caleb Caleb got in the mix. Jimmy, do you, you know, they're wing players. Um, man, we just we just need that. I know uh, Unlogical Z says Luca future. Bro, I
1: want that to happen so bad. He needs Although to be Now her, the bro. latest like cap news that just came out, uh, that's not going to be as easy as I thought.
2: <laughs> yeah. the I mean, we're going to have a whole show next week about the salary cap and kind of what changes the CBA had. We're going to try to bring in a guest. Brian's going to break that down for us because it, it's some interesting stuff, but Ryan to
1: get voted by the, by the players, you know. That's Who crazy. knows if the players accept this? I and mean, PA negotiated for. Did them they that, really
2: want like no weed testing that bad?
1: There's. I, I don't. I don't know what else this. is a
2: negotiating point. Like, well, they
1: just. Uh, they. I just saw a tweet saying that they're not uh, according to shams that the NBA and NBA PA have locked in salary caps, moving of up to ten percent increase through this new CBA, avoiding oh, the that's... cat spot. Avoiding the cat spike that came with previous TV deal that shook up free agency, the league will sign a new media rights deal that starts in 2025. That's
2: bad for Miami, actually. That's that's not good for the Heat.
1: I mean, it's bad for a lot of teams, but I, I mean, it's going to go up. It's just not going to go up a crazy amount to like where every team has a max contract offer. On well, the table. for
2: Miami, what you want is you want that like kind of spending room because they're so up against the tax. Yeah. And then you know, I know that you said. Uh, and I don't want to get bogged down with too much cat minutia, but you had said that if Depot and if, if their guys opt, if Highsmith and Depot opt in, or if they convert Highsmith or something and Depot opts in and they need oh, yeah. mid-level exception, they were going but to that's, be over that's that next season,
1: next season, yeah. th- this cat spike spike, uh, that's not going to happen. It's this, it's basically it's smoothing out the new TV deal that won't happen until the 25, 26 season. So that's not impact. This smoothing isn't going to impact the next off season. So that's separate. But what's going to impact is probably this, whatever the second luxury tax apron rule is that they apparently are going to smooth that as well. It may, may not even have come into effect the next off season. We still have to wait for details. That's why we're not going to talk too much about it, but yeah, there are some interesting proposal or interesting provisions that are now in this new CBA proposal that could be agreed to soon. So very interesting.
2: Love it. All right. So let's get, listen, we're a post game show. We have a sponsor. Let's, let's bring in a sponsored segment. It's a Hangover Time segment because we were supposed to have Hangover Time tonight. Alf had a little family thing going on, so he couldn't make it. Brian and I are holding it down. Uh, but we're still bringing you a Hangover Time sp- segment that's sponsored by our brand-new sponsor, Miami Gaming Parties.
1: It's a classic. Man. God, it's, it's a
2: classic. So, shout out to Miami Gaming Parties because you deserve a customized gaming experience. Miami Gaming Parties delivers private custom video game tournaments for gamers and their lucky guests. It is truly customizable. You can pick the game and the package premium or black tie VIP for eight to up to 16 people. And they bring it all everything from PS5s to trophies for the winners. Play it at home or at a venue of your choosing. Free on site consultation. Perfect for birthday parties. If your kid wants to throw a Call of Duty tournament, Miami Gaming Party got you. Perfect for birthday party. Bachelor parties you can do with your boys, anniversaries, corporate events, or anything you want to celebrate. Check out miamigamingparties.com for more information. Find them on Twitter, at gamingparties, on Instagram, at miami underscore gaming underscore parties, or search Miami Gaming Parties on Facebook. So shout out to our great sponsor. We love the support. And uh, check them out, man. It's a really cool thing. Uh, that's it, man. Listen, if I was a kid, I would have wanted somebody to come throw me a Super Smash tournament. Uh, <laughs> I was about I, to say bro, actually you actually win that one me? finally. I mean, yeah. Brad Brown was like, "Oh, you could. We could throw a heepy tournament. You can finally win." Um, listen, we got to talk about Jimmy. <laughs> we got to talk about Jimmy and his 35th point off a of steal, playing the passing lane, getting up and. I just, I just love that when they're forcing turnovers, they're at their best. Right yep. and Jimmy sees that that's a Telegraph pass. Jimmy gets in between the ball and its target goes in easy score puts Miami up 10 with 320 to go. It's just it's thats that's when they're at their best. and listen they were in a drop. Zeller recovers. he's closing out on Max Thefa who you know is not really gonna be a threat to drive passes out. And that's a steal. And look at Luca. Look at Luca's a little sad. Let listen, I want you to focus on Luca at the bottom of the screen here. Look, Caleb's on him, leaves him. He just kind of drops his head, doesn't even run back. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. He
1: needs a culture.
2: He needs a culture, man. Unlike Miami Gaming Parties that has the culture, so make sure to check them out at Gaming Parties on Twitter. We know that that's where y'all be residing.
1: Do a two K tournament? That'd be interesting if he did something like that. All right, just so Nakias can win.
2: I want to give him my money. Sure. We don't or need Alex. that. We, Alex we is need, pretty good. Alex we don't need that in good. our life.
1: You know, Alex beat me with Kyle Lowry, like a last second shot. This was the worst game. I, I was like one of the last two K games I played recently because I'm just like sick of that moment. I had it saved.
2: I want to talk about Kyle a little bit tonight, Brian, cuz I thought I thought it was a very kyle Lowry game. You know, huge plus minus was really good when he was on the floor. Um, you know, obviously like he you're not getting the production from 3 that I think you need him to have, but obviously the playmaking is what I think is most important to what he gives you, and that was there tonight. And there were a couple times that, you know, like he got gave a wide open 3 that gave missed. There were times that like they had wide open shots that, that guys just missed, but I think that the playmaking is there. It's coming back a little bit, and he's just too inconsistent. You know, obviously, I think you need him to bring that every night, especially as a backup. I think as a backup, you 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 better bring it every night because you're not starting and don't have that responsibility. But I think he's brought it more often than not since he's come back. Um, and I liked I liked what he gave him today. He gave him offensive rebounding. He was just playing very very good defense. I, I felt. Um, you know, the four rebounds is huge. One of eight from the field, obviously got to improve on, got to the line. Um, uh, yeah, but five zero times.
1: turnovers, still the highest plus minus on the team. And I thought he had a better game than Gabe. He played more minutes than him and by one. Obviously, they split the minutes, but still, I, I thought that's personally like for them. to me, Larry has been the better point guard on his team over the last maybe one or two weeks. And I think it'll be interesting to see what happens in the playoffs if, if Spo decides to still leave him on the bench. Or if they decide to maybe do what they did with with um, Goran Dragic and they they put him in the starting lineup because when you think about it, if you go in the playoffs, you're gonna play what an eight man rotation, which they kind of did tonight. And but that was without Bam. Yeah, it's without Bam. So uh, who's the one man out? Probably might be Cody. I guess. I think and they might. Would...
2: I think they might play nine because I, I I think that it might be Duncan. Actually, if we're being honest.
1: Well, Duncan, I'm not expecting Duncan to play many games in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, without we Duncan... Saw, we saw what happened memory. last season, yeah.
2: They played nine tonight. Duncan's two minutes. So without Duncan, they played eight. I think they might play nine with Bam. I, I just think that love at center is a little untenable for them. Yeah. And they don't really have other options. Um, yeah, Poulter goes and was like, Cody. Cody's getting minutes. I think for sure. I mean, he's been really good for them. And I know that the lineup data won't say that, but eye test shows that I think his effort and his activity... What I don't understand is Jimmy is so good with these backup centers at getting them baskets in the paint.
1: <laughs> I what? saw that. Someone what? tweeted it out. What? Why can't why can't we do it with Bam? Somebody tweeted it out.
2: Does anybody do you guys chat have an answer? Like, I don't I think does Bam need to commit to being more of a roller in the offense as opposed to other stuff? I, I don't really get it. Is it just that he doesn't have I, a name for it? Like Cody does? I don't, I don't know. know.
1: I part of it is like I feel like well, he did great as a role man his, his rookie season with Wade. I think his first two years of, with, when Dwayne was still on the team. Also, Dwayne's like one of the best fucking lob passers of all a time. father. Shout out to him, by the way. Um, I think, uh, I just think personally, like, Bam is better rolling when he gets a lob than he is getting like a bounce pass. I just, I don't know. Yeah, somebody says I'm better his fingers. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, he has not had the best hands of late. I don't know if that's part of his hand injury or if he's dealing with anything else, but yeah, man, like I think bam, it's like, it goes both ways. The the guards on Miami have to give him better passes. You know, his best way on the short roll. And I think he just needs to be able to like, just roll harder to the rim and be more committed to scoring in the paint. And I don't know if he's always, you know, committed to do that. I feel like he's looking more for panels than anything else. Still, like, it's not like he's not playing aggressively. It's like, he doesn't do it consistently enough. It's like he takes possessions off. And I think with Jimmy, like half the time, he's just screening for Jimmy so that he can get to the rim. And not he's, Jimmy's just going to attack the rim so he can get the free throw more than to jump past the BAM half the time, I think. so. I, I
2: agree with, with what Paul and chat says that, you know, teams really Jimmy sat only down passes on BAM. To- um, Fezbutter says Jimmy only passes to the Whites. Um, I mean, he used to pass to Deadman. The mechanic, the artist formerly known as the mechanic, who is stinking it up for Philly. So is let's let's check together what the line of data says about the mechanic in Philly. Because I don't even know. I, I don't know if he's still the worst
1: player. Is he in the playing?
2: NBA. I, I don't. There's know. no way he's
1: playing still. Let's find
2: out how many minutes the mechanic has played in Philadelphia. So, Dwayne. How they Dedman, haven't
1: waved them by now? Is insane. Well, no, I guess they can't really wave him replacement because they're up Dwayne against. The Dwayne Deadman
2: is somehow worse in Philly than he was here. He is minus 35 net rating. Woo! <clears throat> they are they are 40 points better with Dwayne Deadman off the floor because they're plus five when he's off. Okay. He started the other night, Jay Dwayne, I oh yeah, and I...
1: B was out. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: What a what a crazy and he's played 43 minutes for the Sixers this season, and he is minus 35 per 100 possessions. That that warms my heart. What a great night. Dwight Wade's in the Hall of Fame. We beat Dallas. Mark Cuban sad. FAU lost. I'm a Golden Panther. I'm sorry. I- I'm FAU for life. I'm not cheering for the Owls. Um, I-, I I have a kin to UM. I-, I-, I love and appreciate them. I hope they do well today. But fuck you, FAU. Uh, how are the Canes doing, Brian? They're starting the second half right now. They're just starting the second half. So we're going to get out of here so that you guys can watch the second half of the Canes game uh we want to make sure that every you know we know the city is super into what miami's doing uh good luck to the hurricanes tonight uh, hopefully if you're listening to this tomorrow or watching it uh you, this is a canes win but you know wanted to kind of cut this short so that everybody can go and brian especially can go watch the canes game but yeah man if you guys
1: want to join me on playback we are i'm doing a watch party on playback to watch the canes game so if you guys want to join us i put the link uh, link chat. is in our twitter link will be in the chat Oh, yeah, link is in the chat. Look at that. I didn't even know we had a link in the chat. We have an exclamation
2: thought. point playback for that. Um, I'll join Brian for the beginning while I post and edit this podcast or while I get it ready for that. So catch us over there. Um, man, love you guys for the support on a Saturday night. You know, good viewership. Thank you, guys. Shout out to, again, to Miami Gaming Party. Yeah. It's their inaugural show as our sponsor. Remember to check them out at miamigamingparties.com. They throw, you know, cool parties for you or your kids or whatever. So make sure to get in on that. Uh, they're, they're really nice. Uh, you know, Colin, the owner, is, is, a, is a great dude. We, we talked quite a bit the other day. I'm uh, really excited to partner with them. So catch y'all on the other side. Uh, we will have hangover time next week for the Sixer game. So sorry, you know, I'll an emergency today, but we got you next week. Heat, Sixers, what a game, right, for, for hangover time uh catch you then and uh let's go He put up a lot of fucking points today against the mavs oh and dwayne wade awesome we're gonna have a dwayne wade show next week as well so don't worry we we didn't forget about that everybody knows how much i love d wade take care y'all